Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hey, Earwolf, Team Coco, and Stitcher listeners. It's me, Ashley Ray, and I'm here to tell you about a special collection of podcasts in honor of Women's History Month. From TV I Say with yours truly, Significant Others with Liza Powell O'Brien, and Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer, we are excited to celebrate all women who are part of the SiriusXM podcast family. So let's toast to these women-led hosts and listen on Amazon Music. <laughs> the Triceratops is one of the coolest dinosaurs. That though. is accurate. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelorette franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelorette, season 11. Whether you love The Bachelorette or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating. I'm Emma Gray, senior women's editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, culture writer. Thanks for tuning in to our third episode recap. Finally, a one Bachelorette episode. Sort of. Today, we'll discuss the relative manliness or douchiness of Caitlin Suter's whether Amy Schumer will marry us. We really hope so. And Britton Brady's made-for-TV courtship. And this week, we're joined by the awesome and hilarious Jackie Oshray, HuffPost associate, social media editor, and Bachelorette fan. Thanks for joining us, Jackie. Thanks. So happy to be here. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Jackie O Problems. We've totally given up and just poured whiskey into our morning coffee today. Let's do this. So it's time for the first group date of the season. And to make sure that her future husband is like the manliest man who ever manned, Caitlin decides to take a few of the guys boxing with Layla Ali. And this seems like a little bit risky because the group includes Ryan, who is enormous. Like he tried out for the NFL. Ben Z. I'm going to get the Bens and the Ryans mixed up literally all season for Noah's some Ark, remember? Um, a lot of pairs. But it also includes this like tiny little fashion designer named Daniel and Jared who pretty much seems to me for some reason like he came on the show after spending four years in the basement playing Magic or Dungeons and Dragons and I just can't see how any of these guys would ever be in the same boxing weight class. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it was a little bit difficult to watch, although Jared did really hold his own and made it to the final two against Ben Z, who promptly used his extra 60 pounds of muscle to just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, um, Ben Z's arm is the size of my entire body, and I am not a small person. It's terrifying. (laughs) And that is also why Jared ended up having to go to the hospital with a potential concussion. And I really feel like I should have seen it coming. There was a lot of foreshadowing. They kept showing Jared in the in the moment being like, I really don't want to get punched in the face. Spoiler, he gets punched in the face and goes to the hospital. A lot of the men seemed pretty uh, concerned about potentially messing up their yeah. beautifully chiseled faces. Tanner even said, like, if I get my face messed up, Caitlin might send me home. Like, he knows. He's like, look, my good looks are my asset. Like, got to hold on to those. Understandable, but I think what they don't realize about Caitlyn is she's a a Canadian girl, 
and she grew up around like hockey bros. And good looks are not really a priority. You get your teeth knocked out. Your yeah, you that's, know, and that's considered like a little hotter. That's that's hotter. That's that's a real man. A real man goes out there and gets his entire face bashed in with a hockey stick. Although, and then, to be honest, I would have much rather watched these men play <laughs> hockey than oh yeah, box. Me too. I mean, hockey is already too close to boxing for my taste. But you know, the better better than the overt violence. Um, and I think that Caitlin actually liked it, though. She was like, oh, I didn't want anyone to get hurt. But then she, like, swooned all over Ben Z and Jared. She definitely likes a little a little <laughs> show of masculinity. Yeah. yeah, she, like, could not stop talking about how manly they were. Like, we get it. You really like a manly man. I did like the Layla Ali cameo. I really wanted to see her box against the guys. Yeah. That would have been way more entertaining. Like Amy Schumer and Layla Ali and then we have to see the guys doing really sad renditions of what those women are so good at. So true. (laughs) Um, So speaking of Amy Schumer. Oh my god. She swooped in like a fairy godmother there to save all of us from two hours of boring. Like thank God god for Amy Schumer. I could just watch her like she could take over Chris Harrison's job as much as I love Chris like I I would watch Amy Schumer do anything (laughs) she's trying to help JJ write stand-up and he's like I want to be really personal like you know I I can just get up there and be like I'm divorced I have a kid and I live with my parents and she just like looks shocked she's like is that true and he's like yeah and she's just like yeah um I love it. That's great. She takes like a chugging huge chug wine. wine. And I then appreciated she, that. And then she pretty much diagnoses exactly what's wrong with JJ. Yeah, she's like, JJ is great. He just has no charisma or humility or sense of humor. I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty spot on. Amy. Yeah. And it's always it's pretty much always the problem with like a solid chunk of the guys who show up to compete on The Bachelorette. It's like they seem great until you meet them. And then you're like, oh, they don't have any of the qualities that make someone pleasant to be around. <laughs> so that although was- <laughs> Chris was a breath of fresh air, oh, Chris was so he great. was so adorable. He really he made fun of himself and in doing that ended up being way funnier than any of the other men. Oh my god. I feel like Amy and the other three badass lady comedians she brought with her were like pretty impressed by that. Yeah. The, I feel like he was the only one that they were really impressed by. Um Ian used some of their material and they that was fine. Tony was like just I'm being gonna, Tony. He was like, I'm gonna embrace this. I'm really gonna cut loose and just be Tony. And if you're thinking that probably means that he just stood up there and rambled about like being open to energy. I felt like he was that is leading a, a terrible guided meditation. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. And I feel like eventually people just started laughing awkwardly because they were confused as to why he wasn't even like, trying this, to make a joke. Stand up? Like there's there was not one joke made. Yeah. And I'm sorry, people laughing out of nervous tension is not the same as people laughing because you're good at comedy. So honestly, I felt really bad both for the guys and for the audience because I both <laughs> think that I would fail so hard at trying to oh, yeah. create a stand up routine. And I hate watching bad stand-up because there's nothing more uncomfortable. So we don't get to hear JJ's comedy routine. But we do get a little bit of his one-on-one time. 
So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process, it would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, 
and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful, and I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines. Just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz, and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's T-R-Y firstleaf.com slash LTSI. Tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console, article. I'm My bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, 
looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Later on in the date. At that point, it's time for the cocktail party. Finally. Finally. Caitlin was so super duper excited for the cocktail party. She comes in. She's like, so excited to hang out with all of you guys, all these conversationally challenged fitness trainers and smug finance bros. But JJ clearly had other plans because since he just got that rose, he is all set to intentionally act like a dick all night for strategic reasons that remain shrouded in mystery. Yeah, I guess all of the guys had sort of collectively decided they were going to give the men who didn't get to go on any of the dates a chance to have one-on-one time with Caitlin, which seems really fair and nice. And, like, you're spending a lot of time in a house with all these guys. Like, you might as well try to get along with them. JJ was having none of that. He is not here to, quote-unquote, win friends. (laughs) And he makes a really gross comment where he says he's smugness wrapped in cockiness wrapped in confidence, which, like, A, I have no idea what that means, and B, you just sound like a huge d-bag he's like he's like bragging about it i was like who brags about being smug and cocky like and then tony gets really creepy er creepy again constantly (laughs) creepy he's like why do guys keep doing this he's like i felt a connection to brit first Stop saying that to her. It makes her feel shitty. Like, obviously. Right. Like, reminder, Brit is gone. Yeah. So either leave or get on board with Caitlyn. Yeah. And then he's like, but now I see it's like, you also have that quality that, like, I need. And you're like a combination lock. It's just like, I just have to figure out that. And she's, like, sitting there, like, staring at him with her clenched jaw and glassy <laughs> eyes while he, like, Mimes just back away from the metaphors, Tony. He's like miming using a combination lock to unlock her. And he's like, then I open it and there will be gold inside. Oh. There's no way he's I'm, he's got to be gone. On a higher note, Joe is very charming and Southern uh, and says, well, I'll be. Which oh Caitlin just finds hilarious. Bless her Canadian heart. I don't think she'd ever met someone who yeah. was that stereotypically She's country. geographically so far away from that sort of language. Her Canadian accent really came out last night, and I was really appreciating it as someone who went to university in Canada. I was just like, <laughs> felt really, really warm my heart. Unfortunately, most of the cocktail night is sort of devoted to Koopa being awful. So we're going to have to – we, we need, like, a timeline for what happens with Koopa. It's very complicated. So first he makes a comment about being worried that he is the token minority, which definitely happens on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. We know this to be true. But that's, like, a casting issue. That's not, you know, yeah. the fault of the lead. They don't have any control yeah, over he's who's like, cast. Oh, Caitlin's going to keep me here so that I can be a token, so that I'll, like, look good. On the roster, um, I don't. That, if that were the case, then they wouldn't usually all be gone by like the third episode. You know, like it's sad, but you know, there you go. Right, this is this is an issue to take to the producers, not an issue to take to the Bachelorette. So he goes up to her and makes this whole really awkward speech, and then basically accuses her of not keeping him around for any 
sort of normal reasons like, oh, you seemed decent and better than the other like six guys that I sent home. And she does not respond well to this. Yeah, it's very weird. He's like, first he says, I want to leave um, if you don't feel a, co- a real connection to me because I don't feel like you really noticed me. And then she's like, well, I did feel a connection that first night because we talked about music and that's really important to me. But I felt then like you didn't pay attention to me on the date. And then he's like, well, but like I feel like maybe you're keeping me on because you don't want to seem racist. And then she's like, excuse me? And then they... And then he's, she's he's like, like, okay, well, now that yeah. you've become a total asshole, I don't feel a connection to you. Yeah, And, then he's and that's like, when he completely loses it. He's like, well, and he also pulls the, I feel I felt a connection to Brit at first, but now I feel a connection to you. And she's just like, what are you talking about? And yeah, so then. So she's like, I need, I need some time to think about this. Yeah. This is super awkward. And then he proceeds to go over to the rest of the men and talk about her really, so really loudly. loudly, which like. <laughs> Pro tip, no one likes overhearing other people talk about them. Yeah. Just just don't do it. Especially because he just, like, attacked her for not, like, going out of her way to, like, court him. And he then proceeds to, within her earshot, like, criticize her for not making enough eye contact with him during a conversation in which he was accusing her of being racist and, and you've got to love Caitlyn that she person. she hears this and instead of going off into a corner or you know getting upset she's like okay I'm gonna face this head on she pulls him aside she's like you're obviously upset and then is like hey okay I don't feel a connection with you I don't want to waste your time like please leave right now and then he starts bargaining he's yep. like I don't want to go home he's like a toddler <laughs> I don't like, want to no, go home I'm not he's leaving like, and then and the last ditch effort is but I think you're hot. I'm pretty and sexy. And sexy. And And she's she's like, I'm more that there's more to me than that, though. And he's like, oh, I like those things, too. Like you like movie quotes, right? Movie quotes. (laughs) He he likes that. You are literally digging yourself a hole that you can never get out of. Just yeah. Her unimpressed face was amazing. Super amazing. Also, his attitude went from I don't want to stay unless she feels a real connection to, to don't make me leave. Don't yeah. Make me, it was, then it she's was like, like I don't feel a connection. And he's like, but I want to stay. And it's like, that's the opposite of what you just said. So I feel like what you really wanted was not to find out if there's a real connection. What you really wanted. Screen time. Screen time. And a sense of validation from her attention. He's not interested in Caitlin. He wanted Brit. He just wanted to like go up to her Make a puppy dog face about how she didn't pay enough attention to him. And then it didn't work out the way that he was hoping. Yeah. Uh, but instead of just going after he has actually been dismissed, he, he proceeds not to go gentle into scream that good at one of the producers and the camera people <laughs> and starts yelling at them about how they should just ask him the questions, just let him go home. And he's like, I lost. Like, okay, I get it. Like, I lost. Yeah. And can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, that, with that. Le- leaves us on a cliffhanger of Caitlyn yeah. about to go out and lay down the yeah. Bachelorette law. I'm, I don't I'm know. not quite sure. I guess we'll see next week. Defend her producers with fisticuffs. Um, <laughs> I would love to see that. We'll see. Um, <laughs> and meanwhile, we find out that Britt and Brady are going steady. Congratulations so to the week-long happy couple. They've hung out every day, though. Which you know, I'm sympathetic. I remember when I started dating my boyfriend, like, we were, like, exclusive. I didn't want to deal with competition. Brit's the same way. I get that. We hung out all the time. Not every day for a week because we had jobs. But, you know, like, a lot. Um, (laughs) But there's still, like, a little 
a little question that I have, which is they know that they have to be dating to be on the show. So I'm not totally as old. Honestly, I'm like already predicting that he is going to propose to her on After the Final Rose. I'm like calling it now. So thanks so much for joining us this morning, Jackie. We wanted to just ask you, like, how long have you been watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette at this point and tweeting about it? Um, I started watching last season of The Bachelor was the first full season that I watched. I also watched Sean's season. But while it's hard to keep up with, you either are all in or all out. So sometimes I can't devote all of my time and tweets to it. But this year I am dedicated to Bachelor Nation. Yeah, it's one of those shows that it's really like every Monday you have to have two entire hours to watch in real time. And sometimes on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's like even harder than being a sports fan. (laughs) What did you think of this episode? I thought it was good. It was good to get to know the guys. They're an interesting bunch. Um, (laughs) To say the least. Plus, I love Amy Schumer. She makes anything good. I would love to have seen her on a date. In yeah. a hot tub with Caitlin. Ooh. Yes. Why didn't they think of this? Yeah. But, I mean, she was great while she was there, but, you know, it was only, like, ten minutes. Come on. So who were your favorite guys this episode? Definitely not JJ. <laughs> Definitely not JJ. <laughs> so we know who you don't like. <laughs> right. I really like Ben Z. Strong man. Yeah. To say the least. You know that he could definitely send any of your other boyfriends to the hospital. There are a lot of people that I think are solid candidates but didn't necessarily stand out. The improv, the stand-up comedy was very telling. (laughs) Um, I think Ian is a really good choice. He was funny enough. And the dentist. uh, Yeah. He doesn't have a name. He's just the dentist. Cupcake Cupcake is his name. Chris Cupcake, which was added to his official title this episode. There are some people that I'm just like, this person is very similar to Chris Souls. And that didn't work out. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't see Joe making it to the end. But I think he'll be around for a little while. Yeah, I think he's an interesting character. Maybe Caitlin just wants to keep him around so she can, like get some closure by reenacting her relationship by with Chris Souls and then she's the one right. to end it which that I mean, whoa is, you've you really thought about yeah this. I'm sure that's exactly what she's doing <laughs> so who are who are your least favorite guys there were there were some major fails this episode yeah but I think it was very revealing for I mean obviously Tony is not going to win <laughs> I don't know. He finally saw the Tony is the healer the in case anyone forgot. Tony said Caitlin's name wrong. I was like, just, he called her Brit. I was like, just stick to her. You're safe with her. Yeah, His he black like, eye is, is healing, though. Right. Did, did you notice that? The bruise was receding. That was really great, though, when he confused Caitlin. He was like, I'm just here for Brit, and that's all I care about. And, and they were the, like, they were like, but no. no, her name is Caitlin. So he was like, oh, yeah, her. Um, I'm here for her. I'm here for her. So, yeah, with her. her. I'm going to stick with her from now on. <laughs> yes, but also JJ, the way that JJ was talking about him, it's like kicking a horse while it's down. Is that the saying? You know, it's like... JJ was being mean. He was being so mean. And it, it's not like, you know, it's not that people don't agree that Tony's weird. Just le- like let yeah. him be weird. The two of them were, like, becoming more unlikable in the way that they were behaving about each other. Yes. Oh, yeah. The entire interaction was, was like, just ship those two off to another island. Yeah. Tony was, like, just sitting there, like, 
steaming about how JJ got a rose and JJ was just being a douchebag about how he like is winning and I was like both of you suck like neither of you should be here like I don't see a winner in this little feud here agreed it'll be an interesting rose ceremony especially because JJ already has a rose so like we have to see another week yeah I was really hoping that when we saw in the preview that Caitlin was like I felt a connection and then I don't anymore. I was hoping that was JJ. I was hoping she was going to be like, give me that rose and like rip it off of his lapel. Um, So Koopa is probably gone. Do we think Tony is going to get another rose? Maybe for television's sake. But I... Yeah. It's hard to believe that like she would give... If she gives him a rose, (laughs) we're all just going to be like, no. Yeah. I feel like it was a gift that he even made it past round one. Just to see him miming a combination lock at her face, that was a gift that we all received. Um, But who do we think is going to make a good run? Any candidates? It's interesting that we haven't even brought up Clint, the one-on-one. Oh my god, Clint! (laughs) I basically forgot about him. Oh my god, I keep forgetting about the the one-on-one even happening. That was a really cool date. Would you be interested in taking underwater photos as an engagement shoot? I don't know because I had the same I have the same problem as her where I need to hold my nose and like she was able to not and you could see the bubbles coming out of her nose yeah. but like I don't think I could even do that. So I think it would just be like a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> what did Clint do or say? I don't know. I think they made out. They did make out. But I just I He didn't have any body hair. That's like the only thing I noticed. Um, but I was surprised because Clint was the one who drew the picture of Chris Harrison with the Triceratops, and he was really. Boring. And that was a power move. Yeah, it was funny. I kind of liked that. I loved yeah. that. My actually, my favorite part of that was that she knew it was a Triceratops. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was. She was like, "This is a Triceratops, not like a cool dinosaur." Like, gotta get specific. She's like, "Is this is not a Brontosaurus?" The Triceratops is one of the coolest dinosaurs. That though. is accurate. Yeah. All right, so final thoughts. Who do you think is going to go? What do you think is going to happen next week? Um, I think the contentious characters will leave by next week. But also I'm interested to see how things play out with Sean. I'm still a big fan of Sean. He didn't get like any love this week. But, but then at the same time, I'm wary because he seems like the Brit of this season. First impression. And like we all feel the connection at home. And we're like, just leave and get married. <laughs> but that never, like the first impression person never, never gets the rose, the final rose. I'm hesitant. Yeah. Maybe he'll get a, a one-on-one next week. Be interested to see. I think he it. probably will. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we're seeing our contender for next Bachelor. Yes. Oh, oh that's also what I was thinking about. And um, Ben H seems like. Why is he not getting enough screen time? He's so cute. He's, He's so cute. cute, and he seems like a good guy. Well, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Thank you it for was having so great me. To have you. It's a pleasure to be here. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, choose your choice. Two, meh, you get a pass. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are definitely back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. Um, There were a ton of fails this week. 
Just not all of the anti-feminist variety, but still a lot of ugly stuff. So first of all, Caitlyn makes the dudes box to prove they'll fight for her. Um, we're giving that a one. We get it, manly, manly men. But they always have to do these stupid competitions. So whatever. Ooh. Tony compares Caitlyn to a combination lock to figure out. We'll give that a two. It's just really creepy. Maybe just a bad analogy, but come on, Tony. Ooh. Then Koopa refuses to leave when Caitlyn sends him off. Um, three, she has the right to say no without your permission, dude. Oh, and it's because he thinks she's hot? Um, let's upgrade that to a four. You can't bully a girl into dating you just because you want to bang her. Nope. JJ tells Caitlyn, now you can talk to the boys after he steals her away during the cocktail party. We're giving that a four because... She doesn't need your permission to talk to all of the other men she's dating, JJ. And now it's time for the tweet of the week. We love live tweeting The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon, by the way. And we'll be highlighting our favorite zingers from Bachelor Nation every episode. And this week, the top slot goes to at Jill Biden Veep. And for the record, that is not actually the wife of Joe our Biden. vice president. <laughs> um, just just to, to, to clarify. Um, and she tweets, the men should have their names written directly on their foreheads until week seven. Support. Yes, especially the Bens and the Ryans, because, man, I am so confused. We'll leave you with our favorite quote of the night. I'm not here to win friends from JJ. Well, we are here we are. to make friends and win them. And win them. And get them any way possible. We love friends. We're going to win them in hand-to-hand combat. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Our producer is Caitlin Boguki, and our editor is Jorge Corona. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon, and on email at friends at HuffingtonPost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.